and I actually explain to my girls sometimes I'm going to do this because by myself because this is what I would like to do at the moment and you're going to be cared for by dad or whoever you know whoever I've organized to care for them and and this is what I've organized and to, for you and quite often when you actually give them that space and allow them to be part of your world and not the center of your world um, they respond really well they ask me how my day was what did you do we're so excited to hear what you've been up to just like we are excited to hear about what their day at school is and everything so there is that um, sometimes I think we underestimate their uh, maybe maturity in what they can understand motherhood is an honorable and full-time job but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to She Has a Name Too. I am so excited today. Um, today's guest is from Australia and she has been so kind to come on the show. So thank you, Billy, for joining me today. No worries. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to have you. Um, the, the questionnaire that I get every guest to fill out before an episode tells me a lot about someone and I was especially impressed with Billy's questionnaire answers. We have a lot in common and so I'm excited to talk about that today. But my first question for you, Billy, is who are you when you aren't being called mom? So I am an ideas coach and I love to talk to uh, mainly women, but anyone who comes across my path really um, about their ideas and how they are going to utilize them for um, success with them like within themselves and also success for other people cool that is so cool um I think that's so valuable for moms especially because at least for me in my first year of motherhood I needed the guidance and I needed that um so I think that's wonderful that you do that. So you're based in Australia with COVID and everything, with like everything going online. Are you taking clients like outside of Australia? Yeah. So I've been very fortunate actually that um, – actually, I shouldn't say fortunate. There are a lot of things that are not so fortunate about COVID and the pandemic in general. But one of the things that it has done is it has allowed uh, many people to connect globally and I keep on saying to people, oh, I met this person in 2020. And they're like, how? <laughs> and <laughs> you're stuck at home. Like we were in, uh, in here in Melbourne, we're in lockdown for six months. Um, and so basically I've met a lot of people online through um, Zoom connections, through a uh, business course that I've done. And it has meant that really the only uh, barrier that, it means that you can't go global is the time zone and so it's evening for you and it's afternoon for me the next day so those things are I'm, I'm getting to know the time zones in the US and uh, in the UK and and all of that um, but yeah it's been um, a great opportunity I think for a lot of people to connect 
with their ideas and with the knowledge um, that they have and the, and to share it for the benefit of everybody. Yeah, I love that. I've met a lot of people. Most of the people that I've had on this podcast, I've met because we've all been online. Okay, so how can people find you? Um, I'm just going to jump right to it. How can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so you can follow me on Instagram, Ideas with Billy, and also through Facebook. I have a Facebook group, Strong Women Breaking Through, and yeah, or following me on on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Clubhouse and a few other socials. And if you just want to go to a normal website, <laughs> BillyMcLean.com, nice and easy. Okay, so how did you kind of like get into this? coaching and helping women especially moms like figure out how to bring their goals and ideas to life yes so so i'm a mom myself i have a five-year-old and i just turned eight-year-old she seems to be getting very old to me (laughs) still young and um i spent quite a few years um as a mom when my kids were little i guess what you could say is waiting around and I didn't want to miss that time when they were little. It, it's a, And you've probably heard this, if you're a mum, you've probably heard this over and over, is that time is so short and they grow up so quick. Don't wish it away, all of those things, which is true. But I also didn't want to get to the end of that time where they needed me 24-7 so, and, um, and not have something there for me to, to work on while they're at school. And so this year, um, just in February this year, um, both my girls are now at school with that our school year at the start of the year. <laughs> and so um, I, I didn't want to be in the in the place of my kids who had gone to school and I didn't have something that I could put my mind to and I didn't have anything that I could call me. And so... I guess the this the search was on <laughs> from for a few years of what I could do. I did lots of little things. I was um, in um, direct sales. Uh, I worked with MLMs. I worked with all sorts of different little bits and pieces. I did workshops. I do. I did a whole arts and craft workshops, for example. All sorts of things, trying to find what I actually really wanted to do and the thing that came out with all of it is I just loved seeing when people could use their abilities in new ways. And so it, I, I spent a lot, a lot of time going saying to people, well, what do you actually want to do? How do you, how do you want to um, express that, that idea or how, what do you, do you want to make money out of it? Or do you want to just pursue it as a hobby? And through these questions and just asking people I realized that's where what I love to do and people were getting a lot of benefit out of it so last year I signed up for a business course and the coach who was um, leading this business course was basically well if you you know what what do people ask you about what do you think you can do and what what do you what do people value you for and then it'll came together from there <laughs> and um, I, so I, I decided that that's what I was going to do. I say full time but what I kind of mean by full time is all the time that I want to spend on work which is not full time. <laughs> when you've got kids you know that, that full time is 
working is doesn't necessarily have to be 40 hours a week. Yeah, yeah, especially because your kids could take up all the hours in the week. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. And it's cool that like you have that flexibility to work as full as you would like to work, whether it's a full 40 or 20 or five, maybe some weeks. Um, that's wonderful. Can you, can you repeat that question that the, that you heard at the business seminar? Cause I think that's a really great question for all of us to be thinking about the question basically i can't i'm not i can't remember the exact phrase but in my head it goes it goes well what do what do people ask you about what do people see the value in you that you can then help others with and when i think we all want to help other people like intrinsically we want to be valuable to other people mm-hmm. and we want people to be able to value us but we all have unique talents. We all have unique gifts. And the way we express that is going to be different depending on our personality, our, our, our as I said, our um, expertise, and also where we are in life. Like if you've got a baby, you're not going to be doing the same sort of stuff as, as when your kids are a bit older. And, and, your, and your headspace is going to be different as well. And what interests you may be different. So one of the things when I'm working with mums is to actually ask them what they want their work to look like. I never, I, I feel like you should never be fitting your life around your work. If you're going to be creating your own business, if you're going to be creating a space that you really want and love to work in, it needs to be in equal portion to the other areas of your life. Um, maybe not in time, but in importance. And um, if that means taking time off when during the school holidays, that's and that's important to you, then you need to be able to work your business around that. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I, I talk to a lot of women about is, okay, if you've got this idea, maybe that idea needs a good, you know, a good kickstart and, you know, you might have to do a little bit of extra work at the start. But when you're looking at those longer-term goals, you need to work out, well, what do you actually want? Do you want to be working a 40-hour, 50, 60-hour week? Or do you want to be working a 10 to 20-hour week and enjoying that time with your children? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely like what – and this is going to take me to my next question, but it's about like what brings you joy in your life. Like is it working 60 hours? Because for some people, they might – love their job that much that they are willing to put in that 60 hours. And for, you know, for some people like farmers or accountants or like, I mean, everyone has a busy season. There, It, it is true that like, I was going to say, there are busy seasons. And I think we need to um, also acknowledge that even just in, if you think about a typical year, not even work-related just life related we have busy seasons like um, the christmas season leading up to that might be a bit busier it's also the end of the school year for us everything's winding down Um, and then the end of the financial year might be another one you might have a run of birthdays like in a in a month there are different seasons of busyness but we have to also remember that that's not how it should be all the time Um, busy is okay for a little while and then you need to take that time to relax, recoup, 
and not just for your mental state but your actual physical being uh, if you are always in that um, heightened state of alertness busy working all of those things your cortisol your stress hormones go up and long they are not not going to go into it but long-term effects of that I think we all understand it they're not good yeah <laughs> and so um, making sure that you do allow time for things like fun actually planning in family days or planning in um, for mums planning in things that you enjoy doing um, one of the things that I've been really thinking about is, um, this year now that we're actually allowed to, <laughs> to do group classes and things again is my girls go to group classes, they do dancing or they do swimming or they do all these other things. What? Why can I justify spending the money on that when I feel like it's selfish if I do the same for me? Oh, yes, right? That hits home. I mean, it's the same thing for clothing. Why can I justify the other day I was looking at a $12 pair of shorts for my daughter, but I won't pay that much for shorts for me, you know, like, yes, totally. Why, right. Why can we justify putting our kids in these sports or music lessons or whatever? It's good. It's great. And I'm happy if you can do that. But at the same time, you're still allowed to progress and learn new things. So yeah, if you want to go do that cooking class um, or that art class or whatever it is, go do it. Um, yeah, make priority for yourself too. I don't think it's, it's, it's not selfish to want to do these things as well. It's not selfish to, yeah, to spend a little bit of the money that we earn or our husbands earn or whoever like it's money that is a general pool that we can we can spend how we want so I would encourage um, mums just to have a think about what is okay in their budget and if they're going to um, budget money for kids activities kids clothing whatever it is that you then go it doesn't have to be the same amount it can be more can be less but there is a budget there for your own own stuff um, one of the things that is important to remember that if you are looking after everybody if you want to look after everybody you are part of everybody and so you need to be looked after too yeah and they're going to be looking at you and learning from the things that you do right if you have a constant desire to learn and grow and chase after your dreams then they're going to be watching that and following suit hopefully I mean, we hope they do. Obviously, they have their own decisions to make. But as we set that example, yeah. they, hopefully they'll fall. <laughs> they pick up a lot of things. They, they pick up a lot of things along the way that we may not uh, realize. Just last night, my, my five-year-old came out to the garage and um, we were packing up to go on a camping trip. And she came out and she's like, Mom, Dad, just wondering are you going to read to the kids or am I? And, it is, and I'm like, that is such a weird question. However, if I think back to it, that's what myself and my husband, Mike, um, we we do. I, we, I go, hey, are you going to read to the kids or am I? So she's literally just taken that sentence <laughs> and mm-hmm. asked, you know, are you going to or should, should I read to the kids? By the way, we only have two kids, so I'm not sure who the kids she was going to read to were. <laughs> Um, but they pick up so much and so if we can show them that it is okay 
to pursue your dreams. It's okay to have time out. Um, and I actually explain to my girls sometimes, I'm going to do this because by myself because this is what I would like to do at the moment. And you're going to be cared for by dad or whoever, you know, whoever I've organized to care for them. And, and this is what I've organized and to, for you. And quite often when you actually give them that space and allow them to be part of your world and not the center of your world, um, they respond really well. They ask me how my day was. What did you do? We're so excited to hear what you've been up to. Just like we are excited to hear about what their day at school is and everything. So there is that. Um, sometimes I think we underestimate their uh, maybe maturity and what they can understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so my next question is because we've been kind of we've been talking about like finding that, but I want to know what brings you joy. What kind of things do you go out and do during the day that bring you joy? I love doing things that are not the same as yesterday. So if you, a fr actually a friend asked me what, as part of like, how do you find what you want to do for the rest of your life? She said, oh, what would you be able to do every day of your life and not get bored? And I said, as long as it's something different every day, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love to try new things. I love bushwalking in new areas, finding new tracks, uh, trying to grow a new plant. I love my gardening uh, and and also discovering new things and teaching people that joy of discovery. So I love watching my girls do something new and asking them questions about, especially in the art craft world, because they are complete messes when it comes to art and craft. So they love it. <laughs> you know, how does that feel? What could you do with that? How are we going to make that different? What what does this remind you of? All of those sort of questions, so that you can expand the expand the experience that you're you're living in. And I love to encourage people to think a little bit more about things that people take as normal or take for granted. And I think this last year has really honed in on that when you have seen changes that if you asked me two years ago a whole number of things about last about 2020 I wouldn't have said no that I would have said no that wouldn't have happened that, no, that will never happen or as if we would be in that position but now when you look back you actually realize some of the things that you just took for granted that were just done that way because they were done that way and so actually actually reminding people that that things are only done that way because they were done that way and and that doesn't mean that they can't change that that being said it can be really difficult as well especially when you're trying to change something that is ingrained in you um, whether it's a belief whether it's a for example um, if you've always worked and done the same thing for years and years and years and you want to change that that can be a quite a challenging thing to go hey i've been working in this job um, for somebody else just doing what I've been told is my job and if you want to change that and, and say run your own business or, or change even the field of your business that process of change can be quite um, traumatic <laughs> um, and mm -hmm. and really stretch you to become your new self um, a, a really good illustration is is a caterpillar to a butterfly it's pretty much got to go to mush 
in between in the metamorphosis stage to emerge as something completely different and very beautiful. So sometimes we have to go through that messy stage to pull through and to push through to get into the beautiful butterfly. I feel like you're putting all my crazy thoughts in my head like into words. (laughs) I love it. Um, I'm just going to say amen to everything that you just said. Yeah, change can be really hard. (laughs) Um, And especially like 2020 has taught us that, right? Like some of us have dealt with this change better than others. Um, We've all been affected differently. But like we were talking about in the beginning, you and I have met so many interesting people because of this. And so this change has been really good. Like in the end, you know, maybe when we were sitting back at home last May, it wasn't so great. But in the end, we've come out this other side and we've been connecting with people in different ways that that we wouldn't have done before. I don't know if when you were um, pregnant with, with your first child, if if people said to you, do you remember the people said, oh, it's going to change your life having a baby. It's going to be all of these things. <laughs> and I think every mum would say that, yeah, they got told something like, you know, it'll change your life forever. You're going to love this little thing to pieces and you won't have that whatever those things were that people were trying to, usually other mums were trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you smile and nod, oh, thanks thanks. Yep. Okay. But it really doesn't hit home until you've gone through that process. I remember being told a few different random things when I was pregnant and you smile and nod. And it may not have been until years later when I go, I get what they mean. We've been two years without a full night's sleep. And my youngest daughter, (laughs) she, she didn't sleep very well for quite a long time. And we were so sleep deprived that I have very few memories without photos of her first two years of her life. Um, And so when people, I remember one of my friends saying, if you thought you were tired before kids, you'll think you have all the energy in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I think with change that a lot of you, a lot of, t- of the time people can tell you about it, but it's not until you experience it that you then can look back and go, I know what they meant now. <laughs> yeah. So when we change and we find this joy in our life, like I know for me two years ago when I was sitting at home with this, let's see, she was barely a month old two years ago. And I'm sitting at home lonely I had just moved. I had no friends. I didn't have a support system. And I just thought like, wow, this is what mom life is going to be. But now like looking back, that changed my journey to find joy and my journey to find what really fulfills me outside of motherhood. Like I love my daughter, (laughs) but like this podcast brings me so much joy. I don't even know how to describe it, you know? sitting back then, I would have never thought that I'd be here. And I think, you know, as we open up to that change, especially in the search for what we really want to do, we can really find that joy. Like it might not seem like it, but we can find that, that idea, that dream, that goal, that passion, as we just open up our hearts to move forward. And I think everybody's path is unique every you can't you can't find joy on someone else's journey your joy 
your joy and your your success your your unique path is yours alone and sometimes what i find is that people see somebody else what they would deem as successful or happy or joyful and so they try and duplicate that and quite often that doesn't lead to the outcomes that they're they're hoping for yeah and i mean like you said like earlier trying out different things and exploring you know like that's how you find what you love because you're totally right like like i could i could have a best friend who loves jogging and i might go out jogging with her and think like wow she finds so much joy in jogging and i might go out and absolutely hate it well i'm not going to find joy eventually in it if i keep doing it so it's yeah i think it's about like trying different things and finding what works for you yeah. Definitely. Okay, so my last question, and I feel like we've kind of, you've given some great advice, and I I hope someone is sitting out there with a notepad and being like, okay, I have to go follow Billy on Instagram so that she can <laughs> help me <laughs> get, get to where I want to be. Um, but my last question, and this is always my favorite because people have all sorts of answers, but it is, what is something that you've learned recently that you think would be beneficial for other moms to know? I think it comes down to um, my my business, my, my slogan, I guess, is your success your way. And it's the same with the success. You can put joy in there as well, because when I believe when you are successful, you are going to be joyful about what you're doing. If if you've got an unbalanced life, if you're stressed out, you're not. I would not consider that successful. And so, remembering that um, you can learn from other people and you can learn from uh, advice and um, watching other people on their paths, but you've got to remember that your journey, your path, your way is unique. And so, everything that you all the advice that you get from other people, even the advice that if I'm coaching you, I always make sure to remind people that you need to take what I'm saying through your filter and your filter knows you. So you know who you are. You know if this is going to be the right advice or not. You've been given so many internal gauges that sometimes we dismiss, (laughs) but we we have been given so much ability, our mind, our gut, like, you know, that, you know, when people say, I just got a gut feeling about something, um, our heart, like all of these things are our internal filters and gauges that we can use to take in someone else's opinion, advice, perspective, and put it in and said, is this helpful to us? Is this going to help me along my journey? Am I able to process this, this information in a way that, is going to take me on a step forward on my path, not getting pulled over to their path, not getting sidetracked and going astray, but where where do I want to be and where do I want to go and is this advice helpful? So I'd always encourage people to think about those things and especially in motherhood when, when kids are little, you will get a million and one pieces of advice. Oh, yes. You'll have been there. <laughs> and I know that every every mum every out there is nodding furiously going, oh, I remember that advice. Yeah. 
And every time you get advice, you have to remember, and you do it subconsciously, again, really so much better for your kids than you do for ourselves sometimes, um, is you take that advice in and you go, is this going to work for me? Is this going to work for my baby? And sometimes you will just go, absolutely not. I can't even imagine that helping. Or you go, hang on, I haven't tried that yet and I'm still struggling in this area. So yeah, I'm willing to give that a go sit to see if it works. And it's the same thing with advice on your own journey um, as a mum, as a woman, as a an adult who is pursuing the dreams and goals that you have. So yeah, that would be my advice to remember that other people's information they're giving you is their perspective and their opinions and to put it through your own filter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so take this all with a grain of salt. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, see what fits yeah. for you. And if it, if some things, you know, click with you, then go for it, use it. And if you go, nah, that's not really me, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's, I think that's how we avoid like being offended too, is just thinking like, well, that worked for them. Great, but it might not work for me. So just letting it roll off our backs and moving on. Yeah. Great advice about advice. (laughs) That was so great. I feel like you've just taken everything that I've had swirling around in my brain for the last two years of motherhood and just put it right there. Beautiful. I am so grateful that you came on this podcast. We have never met before. Um, Not yet. (laughs) And not yet. When I come to Australia, let me tell you, <laughs> is someday when we're allowed to travel out of Australia. Yes. <laughs> <I'll be coming. laughs> yeah. No, I think I think I should go to Australia. I'll come to you. <laughs> we we can do a spot. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming on the show. I just I love what you stand for, and I am all for it. And I hope that some of the listeners here tonight or today or whatever time you're listening to this podcast (laughs) have like learned something from this. And I hope that you take something from this podcast because there is valuable advice here, but again, let it fit the way you want it to fit. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. How let's remind everyone, where can people find you? Yeah. So my Instagram is ideas with Billy and uh, you can find me on Facebook as Billy McLean and um, I have a free Facebook group if you want to learn more about bit stuff around business and ideas and all of that sort of jam and that is a strong women breaking through so feel free to jump in there with me or billymclean.com and you can find out all about everything there perfect all right thank you everyone <laughs> have a great night Before we wrap up this episode, Billy has very recently launched a new ebook on Amazon called Little Ideas, Big Business, five steps to turn your ideas into a business. You can bet I'll be checking that out and I'll have a link to it in this week's Instagram bio. She also has a free Facebook group called Reigniting Female Entrepreneurs, Nurturing Ideas, Growing Businesses. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation about motherhood on Instagram at she has a name too. 
She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecca Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Belinda McLean. This episode was edited by Alex Williams. <laughs>